This is Sports Talk Special in association with Supersport. So we're looking ahead now to the uh, game against Italy. The Springboks taking on uh, what uh, John Robbie described as a potential banana skin uh, and it's already proven to be a very important match. It's a must win. Thank you for joining us on another, on another uh, episode of the podcast special. It's uh, with myself, John Robbie and Robbie Kimson. Uh, John, I'm going to start with you. Welcome to the podcast again. You did say this I, is an important one. I said right at the beginning, I said, look, if you're in a group with the All Blacks, the chances are at the group stage you're going to lose it which means this is as important as a World Cup final. And, and Rassi said exactly the same thing. He said he's got butterflies in his stomach. Yeah. And the thing I like is, and Nick Mallett said the same on television the other day, South African teams play better when there's that little bit of fear. It's not overconfidence, that bit of, that bit of fear. When we won in New Zealand, we were afraid we might get hammered. When yeah. we drew in New Zealand, we were afraid we might get hammered. And that brings out the best of the team. So I'm looking for no excuses this time. I'm looking for us to take them on up front to play fairly conservatively as we have are going to do there's no question about it put pressure on them cause a bit of panic drain the petrol and then open it up and smash them that's what I want to see yeah. and, and no excuses this time what about you Robbie? Yeah, listen John I think you've got that spot on not surprisingly uh, you consider the selection and you know, it's, it's good to see guys that put their hand up in that game against the Mabia and they did and they have now got that opportunity. But just have a look at that bench, though. I mean, Archie's name and Franco Master, Francois Lowe. I mean, they're bringing the big guns on in that second half as well. So he is. He's going out there. He's going to bully them, uh, which I think ultimately is, is the best way for us to be playing this game. And, and every game from now on, pretty much is a knockout. Perhaps not Canada as much, but certainly this is a massive game. And he's put out his big guns for it. And I think it's the right way forward. John Robbie, uh, Robbie Kimson manages, uh, mentions the fact that the bench is so heavily packed. 6-2 split in the bench. I mean, Rassi Rasmus did say he expects a big battle up front. Well, they've got a good pack of forwards. They've got a good, solid pack of forwards. And, and you know, as I say, it's about uh, rugby is about causing panic and using petrol, draining petrol, uh, draining the tank of the opposition and then running them through. And, and uh, you know, the forwards, it's, it's tougher up front in a, in a, in a, in a uh, hard battle. And he knows that. And, and as Robbie said, look at the guys who are coming in. And, and, and Malcolm Marks, I suppose you're looking at, at Bongi, who's been fantastic, yeah. no question about it. And he said, well, hang on a second. Malcolm Marks, you know, when that moment comes that the gaps are appearing, you know, who would you not want to be running at you than Malcolm Marks? Yeah. And, and we know that Franco Mostert is, can have a tremendous uh, effect on a game. And you've got uh, Herschel Yanchis and, and uh, Francois Stein. They can cover the back line. And if the worst comes to the worst, the absolute worst comes to the worst, and you get an injury out on the wing, for example, you can move a Sia Colisi out there, whatever. You can cover it. Hopefully at that stage... Yeah, they'll be out of sight. And uh, I, I think it's going to be terrific. The biggest worry they have is Connor O'Shea, the Italian coach. That guy, he was a magnificent player for Ireland. Then he got very badly injured. He went into coaching years ago. He yeah. has coached in different countries. He has got... He, and they've been preparing, a bit like the Japanese against Ireland. They've been preparing for this game for two years or since the draw came out. And they will have something up their sleeve. The only thing is when you're being smashed up front... Yeah. 
it's very difficult to produce something from your sleeve. If we can stop them getting off to a quick start, because the Italians in one of their games got off to a very, very quick start. The other one, they were slower and they battled. So that's why I think that start is absolutely vital. And that's why I think it'll be fairly conservative and fairly ruthless. Robbie Kempson, uh, the Italians, very passionate team. They're not going to be easy to smash up front. But uh, what do you think we, the Springboks will be expecting from them? I think Gracie's got you know, a nail on the head. They, you know, if we dominate their forward pace, not to say their backs aren't great, it's just that you can contain them. So it, it's got to be one up front. And, and it was a pack he's selected. And I, and I, you know, I don't think he's necessarily dropped Malcolm Marks with Stephen uh, Kitzel. Mm. I think he really wants that power to be coming on in that second half. He was sort of about 45, 50 minutes mm. and to ensure that you know, they steamroll them and, you know, he wants to get that good start, obviously, but certainly in the second half, when momentum's on our side and we've got a bit of a, a lead on the board, which I'm pretty sure we should have, um, you know, when he brings in the likes of Kitsoff and Marks, I think it just adds that much more to the momentum that he's going to be trying to create. So I think brutal up front, right from the outset, I don't see us spinning this ball too wide. Um, I think he's really going to get stuck into those fours and ensure that, you know, our typical aggressive South African type player that we've had throughout the ages, I think we're going to see that come to the fore in this game. My, my concern, Robbie, sorry to jump there, in there sometimes, and I mentioned that little bit of fear that's there because this is a, this is a, a game we have to win. Sometimes we see over-motivation. You know, we think of guys like, like, like Etza Beth, we think of guys like maybe uh, Malherba, Dwayne Familien, whatever. And, and, and with the referees, so much focus on the referees at the moment and a little bit of uncertainty uh, about how they, they're, they're looking at that disciplinary issue mm. with the tackling, etc. I hope we see, uh, don't see over-motivation. Wayne Barnes is a very, very fair and a very, very good referee. Yes. The point is he is Northern Hemisphere, which he possibly gives Italy just a little bit of, of advantage because the North and the South focus on slightly different things. But I think the key is, and I hopefully the message gets through, that with this rush defence coming up, the linesmen, the assistant referees, yeah. policing that offside line is going to be very, very important indeed. I think that's even more important than the, 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 the aggressive tackling and the high tackling. At least Barnes has been very kind to us um, what you, the, the Italians are going into this match knowing that they've got New Zealand up next. Two really, really tough games. No one will want to face uh, those two games in the World Cup, John Robbie. How do you even uh, prepare your mindset for that? But I mean, if you're playing in a World Cup, you have to play against the best. You know, you have to do it. Uh, the Italians have been very disappointing in the Six Nations over the last couple of years, but now they've got off to a good start and they have got this... Uh, uh, every four years, you've got the World Cup and this is where you have to get it right. I mean, Parisi is playing in what is fifth World Cup, something like that. I think he mm. played as a 17-year-old in the first one. Sure. He is one of the legends of the game. He's got a very, very good back row. I mean, this Paledri, I remember his dad playing uh, in England years and years ago, Peter Paledri. Uh, Paledri is very good. They've got a good back row. They've got to be tied in. They've got to be sucked in. They've got They've got to, as we said before, they've got to know they're up against the Springbok side on song. Because yeah. when you play the Springboks, and I've, I've, I've done it, when you play against the Springboks on song, it's wave upon wave. It's aggressive. It's tackling. They hurt you when they hit you. And then when you get up, there's another wave. Backs, mm. forwards, backs, forwards. But we've got to see something more from that back line. Vili LaRue, people have criticised him. I think it's a bit unfair because I don't think he's had things set up. It's to do with straightening that line. Straightening the line before you give the pass and then allowing somebody to come into the gap because we've got the speed on the outside. Yeah. And and I think that uh, Andre Pollard, we need a big game from, from him. God forbid if he gets injured and, and uh, Faf de Klerk back on back on song but I think we know they're going to play a fairly predictable game yeah. unless 
Rassi says, hold on a second, Conor O'Shea, very analytical coach. He'll know what to expect. He'll have done his homework. After all, he's beaten South Africa before. Let's do something different. So just maybe we might see powder being kept dry mm. in a particular area. I'd love to see us move a little bit ball, uh, uh, more ball, but I don't think Rassi will depart from that conservative approach. Your thoughts, Robbie? Yeah, listen, I, actually, you know, I haven't seen Andre Pollard really hit the vacuum at the back of the line out for a bit, so I would think that perhaps that's an area that they might target. And I agree with John, you've actually got some very exciting backs, and I would like to see the likes of Lacanya um, getting the ball out wide, Chesley and Colby and Mapimpi with a bit of space. And I think if we do manage to you know, be as brutal as we can be with our fourth back, it might just open up those options on the outside. And, you know, if Pollard gets on song and starts getting that back line going. It might be a slightly different approach to, to what Conor O'Shea might be expecting from us. He will be expecting the, the four dominance and you know, our boys climbing in. Um, so that, that sort of subtlety that Pollard can bring in and you know, get the ball out wide to Chesney and Colby, you know, if we can bring that into the game, specifically more in the first half, it might just you know, throw an element of doubt into perhaps Conor O'Shea and what they've tried to achieve. And, and they would have been building up to, to this game for a number of years. I mean, this would be their, their biggest test match um, for the World Cup. So he would have you know, analysed the, the South Africans and what we're trying to achieve. Uh, but still, I, I do think that, you know, Rassi's just as astute. And perhaps there is maybe one or two little aces up his sleeve regarding our wider <laughs> players as opposed to our kicking game. You know, you, know what, you know what I'd love to see at some stage? I'd love to see Cheslin Colby move to fullback. Yes. As the game is just open, the Italians are kicking long to him. You know, I mean, we know we know that Vili Leroux is a, is a wonderful all-round player. I mean, he's played fly half. He, he can play anywhere. I would love to see at some stage, from certain situations, yeah. Cheslin Colby. Because if you look at anybody on the field, who would you least like to have running at you from broken play? Absolutely. It's, it's Cheslin Colby. Yeah. So why not see something like that? A little bit, a little bit dramatic, a little bit different. And uh, every time he gets the ball in this World Cup, he looks dangerous. And we've seen his defense is, is magnificent as well. Well, that's the sort yeah. of thinking I'd like to see. I was one of those, John, who was hoping to see Cheslin start at fullback and uh, Ngosi on the wing. Am I being too harsh you did on Villilaru on this one? Well, Villilaru, I, I suppose you've got to say, well, hang on a second, a system has been developed over the last couple of years and people like Faf, people like Villilaru, people like Lucanio Am have been in it. Yeah. And you don't suddenly change that system when, you've been bu- when you're building it. But, I, but as I say, I, I, I tend to look at teams and players and say, if I was playing against that team what would I not like to see mm. and what I would not like to see is uh, Cheslin Colby in more space and you get more space at fullback than anyone else and even if it's only for certain uh, play- places on the field certain times during the game why not shake it up a little bit I mean after all uh, we saw Scott Britt starting at number 8 and, uh, and doing brilliantly but I suspect it's going to be fairly as I say, I've just said before uh, fairly conservative and then maybe when the bench comes on we'll see some we'll see some fun but hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we get off to that good start because that to me is absolutely critical. Robbie, looking at it from uh, John Robbie's point of view, what would you not like to see from that Italian squad as a Springbok? Yeah, listen, I, I do think they, they do have a decent forward back, but I, I do think they've got enough strike power out wide. 
Um, so, but I think we can contain it. For me, a, a graver concern. I mean, Pollard is obviously very important to us, but really, the come I'm now with Jesse Trill coming home. You know, we don't really have an out and out 13 in that squad, yeah. uh, particularly with the type of defence that we're utilising. So, for me, that would be a, a, a bit of a concern. Now, he does shift into that 13 role if if we do have an injury there to to during this game, and, and what sort of defensive role will will that gentleman be playing? So, uh, for me, yeah, I would probably prefer. A, Colby that can make decisions and quick enough to close out that that type of play. But I'd also I'd, I'd also like from a African point of view to, to see a bit more of a double sided attack. And I think that's when the likes of a Colby can come in at first receiver and create that habit that John's talking about, which we haven't seen uh, you know, as of yet. Um, yes, I do think we will be conservative. Uh, but from our point of view, if we do get that rush defence right, if our forwards do get some sort of ascendancy, I think this game might be slightly easier on us than. You know, that then you might give it to That's what I said against Namibia, by the way, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it, it scares me. But, but, but I, I still feel in my bones mm. that this Springbok team is on the right path. You know, you just feel a team is gathering momentum. It's gathering momentum. And when you think about it, they, 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 they lost narrowly. They came back to, to almost within striking distance against the mighty All Blacks. And then they didn't play particularly well, but they smashed Namibia. Yeah. So you've got this Springbok team with, with, with a great deal of confidence, and yet they've had a perception of a little bit of a knock. So that makes every player think they're under that bit of pressure, and that's where, when the Springboks play better. They play better, they come suddenly everything is working and that momentum starts. And then if we get this win, we can move on to the next stage, mm. into the quarterfinals. And I think that those knockout games will, will be where it really suits us because then the games tend to close down a little bit and I think we're better off in a, in a tight game. So even though I've been disappointed, particularly in that last game, very disappointing, my optimistic, I don't know, nature feels it's coming right and I think this could be the game you don't think we're a little bit light in, uh, in the back line they're looking towards the knockout stages not just this game in particular um, but aren't we a bit forward heavy in the Springbok squad I think well, well maybe we are but I mean that's, that's, that's the choice you have to make you cannot bring so many players you can't bring 50 players yeah. so you have to make those particular decisions but I think the selection has been, has been good I agree injuries uh, you know can be a, a major problem uh, but, but that's the same for every side yeah. that's the same for every side and that's why the All Blacks of course you know every every uh, between the World Cups they build up a, a squad of, of 40 or 50 players everyone who can slot in with almost no no weakness we don't quite have that luxury because we wasted two years I feel but uh, let's hope let's hope we uh, like the last time we don't get injured yeah. let's hope we have a, a good start and let's hope the key players in particular Andre Pollard and I like what Robbie Kempson said mm. because when Andre Pollard starts running yeah. running to actually take on and beat and get over that advantage line he is quick and he is fast and sometimes he sits that little bit too deep etc I'd like to see him attacking that line and also the way England do they attack the line and yet they run straight so they they, they, they lock the man on they pull it back to the next guy and they can run in overlaps and put guys into space even when there's a small amount of space I'd like to see just evidence of that coming through Gentlemen let's quickly talk injuries we know Jesse Creel is uh, on his way back home Damien Willemsen will be replacing him Robbie Kimson uh, Willemsen exciting play from Saracens we saw him do uh, some some magic a couple of magic tricks on the rugby field there for Saracens and, uh, not too long ago Nelson, he is a magical player. And I, and I think that the change is more in respect that uh, perhaps Rush is not entirely happy with Jansen's form, uh, particularly against you know Namibia. 
and that you know he doesn't have an out and out backup at fly off and now perhaps Willemso you know is that guy and also can cover at fullback as well. So he's an exceptionally exciting talent. Make no mistake about that. But I think you know he's also got a bit more of a head on his shoulders than people give him credit for. So I think he's a very good replacement to bring in. I'm still I'm still nervous about the 13 position. Yeah, I think um is. Uh, out and out, he is by far our best 13 at this present time. But if he goes, oh, the, 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 the defense we utilize, the 13 is, is imperative that he knows his role. And if he goes, he is that guy that can you know, fill that void. And I, I remember Francois Stein in 2007 was 20 years of age and he filled in when uh, Jean de Villiers was, was injured and became one of the, the absolute stars of the yeah. show. And, and, you know, you also think of Butch James in 2007. We had fierce yeah. concerns yeah. about fly half. And Butch James, for me, was the star of that Springbok team. He was magnificent yes. right through along with Percy Montgomery yeah. at fullback. So you have to say our coaches and selectors know not just the players' ability but their personalities as well. Who can come in and step onto that big stage and and embrace it and uh, you know Damien Willemsen maybe he's the man maybe he is uh, gentlemen we can talk for hours and hours but we have to end it here uh, <laughs> uh, Robbie Kempson seeing as you give me the score I'm going to start with you what's your prediction for uh, this uh, Friday's game yeah, yeah a little bit more conservative than last week uh, but uh, I, I think we should in the end of the day get it quite comfy I think it's going to be tight up to 60-65 minutes but uh, you know, I'd give us about a, a 17 point spread when it gets yeah, gets to the 80th minute uh, but it is going to be a tight game it is going to be nail-biting stuff I'm afraid for all of us but we, sh- we should uh, overcome them in the end quite comfortably John Robbie I will give a score again high road scenario <laughs> we start off we smash them up front we run away with it at the end you know 20, 20 points whatever if yeah. we get off to that bad start then it could be as Alex Ferguson called it uh, squeaky bum time at the end but, I, but I, I, I just got the feeling we're going to win this one other games to look forward to Japan Samoa will be an absolute uh, cracker sure. yeah. and obviously that affects us because we mm. want Japan to win because if we get through we want to play them from second from second place uh, we've also got France versus, uh, uh, I beg your pardon, we've got uh, England versus France coming up. That's not this week, that's coming up fairly soon, the big games in future. We've got uh, Wales versus Fiji is another big game. So England-Argentina. So- yeah, well, that, that, of course, England-Argentina. I would mm. expect them to win, but the Argentinians have underperformed if you think about it. Mm. You know, losing to France mm. and having a shocking uh, rugby championship. So they've got a big game in them. And England at this stage will be feeling very, very confident. So that's a, a, another one to look forward to. But at the moment, I can't see beyond our particular game because it's like a World Cup final. So much rugby to look forward to. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, you can catch the game on Supersport 1. It will come to you live from quarter to 12 on Friday. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, we'll talk again after this match and hopefully the Springboks will have a 15 to 20 point victory in my books John Robbie Robbie Kempson thank you so much this is Sports Talk Special in association with Supersport engage with the team now hashtag Sports Talk don't forget to subscribe rate and review it on your favourite podcast app livepodcasts.fm